What's going on, people? Welcome to the Rest of Purist Podcast, episode 55. I saw something on Twitter that popped me, man. Um, I was reading the chats. Um, okay. Welcome to episode 54 of the Rest of Purist Podcast, Thanksgiving edition, British edition, for better or for worse. I'm joined by Joe Hulbert, who's a special guest on Thursdays. Yeah. It might be one of your first Thursdays. No, the old At day, least it... a lot. Man, we done a lot in the old days. Yeah, we, 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 was, we, we was like, yeah, let's stream every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like since we've like branded it properly, this is my first one. I think mm-hmm. uh, I hear it pays well. Yeah, depends who you talk to. Well, I'm talking to you yeah. right now, money has it paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless, calls. it is a special edition. Um, if there's yes. one thing that everyone wants on Thanksgiving, it's to listen to three Brits discuss professional <laughs> <Yeah>. wrestling. <laughs> There is, there is a space for more British people to talk about wrestling on the internet, I think. It's definitely a thing that everyone asks for. So, um, so I'm excited, you know. Big dynamite to talk about. Lots yeah, we, got the flag, we got the flags going. Hold yeah. on. Hello, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> we got to play into it today, you know. We chose a great day Incredible. to do this with game tomorrow, too. Oh, right? yeah. Like, what a time to lean into this. Incredible. Yeah. The... Oh, wow. Peas on fries is nasty. Listen, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Pizza, not... that's the, that's the thing with a lot of like you know like the stereotypical like British foods like mm-hmm. beans on toast and fucking crumpets and shit. I don't yeah, eat I agree any with of them. Hangman gets a little aggressive with the chip party talk. I'm going to leave that there. I don't Listen, get into it. You know, chip parties are good. They are. They are. And I, I just I like, like hang and argue a lot of stuff. You know, this is, this is a wholesome podcast. It's a holiday edition. But Hangman, he needs to. He needs to. That's this, this actual win. One of our rare wins in the in the famed British cuisine. Up there with the roast dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, carry yeah, on. yeah. Uh, a few more. Uh, also joined for Charlie, of course, regular these days. Yes. Um, how you doing, Charlie? You yeah. good? Yeah, I'm good. Just had a chill day. Not really done anything. Got my nails done. That's about it. Tremendous stuff. Tremendous stuff. We love the nails. Uh, we got a quick super chat. Happy Thanksgiving, lads, lads and ladies, of course. Um, yeah, man, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Even though I'm, I'm not 100% sure what Thanksgiving is. Obviously, yeah. most of it's in the name, you know, but I don't know the story behind well, it. So <laughs> The thing about you, Monty, is, is you're, every day you remind me of what you're thankful for. You know, Monty, you don't know this about Monty, but off the screen, he's very, very sincere gentleman. He'll send me a list daily, always led by Cody Rhodes, right, Monty? Yeah. So for you, this is any old day. But, you know, the, our American friends, they like to make a day for it. What are we thankful for that? I don't think so. That's the idea, basically, man. But carry on. Do your thing. Post the show, you know? Okay, so one of the things I am thankful for oh, this was is good. Uh, Very good. the atmosphere for the match on Dynamite last night for the Elite versus mm-hmm. Death Triangle. Um, yeah. The Chicago crowd, many thought it was going to be, like, completely pro-punk, which I thought was insane, to be honest. I quite dismissed it. <laughs> I actually dismissed it like 10 minutes yeah. before it happened. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, Chicago, well, so, uh, it was a genuine split crowd, I thought, you know. Um, obviously, some of the chants reflected that, but, you know, um, yeah, the elite came out in Chicago and just kind of. <laughs> this isn't even a real battle hangman. This is the worst thing. <laughs> it's it's, it's impasse the hangman. So this could age. This is why. I don't know how I feel about this game tomorrow. No, I don't feel like I really care. <laughs> See, I only care, I only care because of the discourse, you know? Yeah. Just log off, bro. <laughs> I'm not a coward. 
know? <laughs> <laughs> if my team goes down and going down with him, bro, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, man, the atm- the atmosphere for that six man tag last night, obviously, uh, the elite second match of the best of seven with the uh, Death Triangle, Chicago, as I just said, hometown CM Punk. Uh, many questioned what the atmosphere was going to be like. Um, he ended up being kind of just a crazy party atmosphere in the yeah. end. I thought it was great. Um, the wrestling was almost secondary. Maybe if it wasn't the teams involved, it could have quite easily slipped into that. But um, yeah, the atmosphere was kind of like the main talking point. There was CM Punk chance. There was Fox CM Punk chance. There was the Elite chance. There was Fuck the Elite chance. There was Colt Cabana chance. There was uh, all kinds of shit. Same old shit. Um, Charlie, I know this is um, <laughs> this is a group, the elite that's very close to your heart. So um, mm-hmm. I'll get your takes on it first. How was you feeling watching that match last night? I fucking loved it. I thought it was comical. <laughs> like I much prefer that they lean into it than try to pretend that nothing happened. Like because that's what the Bucks always do, and like Kenny's the same way as well. But, like, if they tried to pretend it didn't happen, the crowd would have been ten times worse. So the fact that they leaned into it and they did the sports they did, I think it was just fucking incredible. It was so fun to watch. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It also, it was a great win for them because they could... It allowed them to kind of steal one of the seven matches because they yeah. didn't have to give you much because, as you said, and this is, sounds insane because you're in the guys' room, but really the match was about the atmosphere. Yeah. So they could actually kind of a steal is a ridiculous thing to say for like a four and a half star match, or whatever it was. But like what I'm getting at is, you know, we've asked this question, how are they going to map out this seven matches? I think we all agree they can do it more than you know, they're obviously if anyone you trust with this, it's them. Um, but this allowed them to kind of bank one almost, right? Like yeah. we can get past this one and just and just focus on that part of it. But the one thing I do think is important, I I think some of them missed this a little bit. Look, there were definitely people in attendance that were feeling a certain way and were like emotional about it and passionate. Mm-hmm. most of the people in that building were having fun. And I think that was yeah. very obvious when they stopped to chant AW and this is awesome. Like, yeah. I've seen some takes as though there was like hate in the building, you know, and like these people are never going to come back. Like, I think they were playing <laughs> along and having a lot of fun and it was a, like a cool atmosphere. So it's still elite, man. Was, you know. like, you yeah. kind of half expected yeah. it anyway. You know? Of course, yeah. yeah. But that's the big thing. Like, you know, I see all this talk about punk. Like, you know, this means he's coming back. And to me, it's like, look, if you like it or didn't like it, I think we're all on the same page here in terms of we thought it was very fun. This is like the most on-brand thing for the Elite ever. Like the idea yeah. that this suggests Punk's coming back, I think is insane. Because to me, it's just like, no, that is exactly what I would assume they would do. They are like the most willing trolls in like elite-tier yeah. professional wrestling history. They love that shit. They and were they, literally they were, working yeah. a PWG-style match, which they haven't yes. done in years. There were spots they did in that match that they never do anymore. Like... Mm-hmm. It was so obvious, like what they were trying to do with the match, and they achieved it. Like yeah. the crowd ate that shit up. Absolutely, I, I just I don't know. And look, maybe I'm wrong. I, I'd like to be wrong. I mean, I'm I would like to see Punk back, sure, but like I just don't. To me, it's just exactly what I would expect them to do in that situation. Mm-hmm. Especially Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson, oh, like, he's so <laughs> funny. He's he, was, he was so ready. He was clucky. Like, he was ready. Like, the minute they made their entrance and the crowd were booing, booing over the music, like he just went straight yeah. into it. Absolutely. He loves it, man. He's um, certainly something. Um, the lost again. Yeah. Which is um. I want them to win the next one though. I don't want to do I the free. The free zip. I don't think so either. But I, I just think when you do the free nil thing, it's like. 
you kind of in your head, you know, right? Like where yeah. things are turning. I think if you go in the next one, you can kind of keep things dynamic a little bit mm-hmm. and have the elite win. But I, I mean, look, I the results are secondary for me, and maybe that to some people mm-hmm. is like a negative. But I'm just enjoying watching them kind of put this thing together. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're obviously also great at what they do. So, but yeah, I mean, the result was. Uh, I don't think it was a surprise they won yesterday. Death Triangle. Next match will be interesting. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Like, if even if they're like, I kind of don't want them. To do like you said, I don't want it to be like three nil down and then the win four three in the end. It's just kind of a uh, yeah, it's kind of cliche, you know. Yeah. I would I would even rather them get go three nil down, get it to three three, then lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, but like, the last match is in California, so I can't heartbreak. Really you know what I mean? Heartbreak in California. Yeah. What we need. But, um, um, Kenny's taken a pin and Matt's taken a pin, so it's just Nick left to take one now. And then the week after, they've got a break. So I'm thinking Nick's taking the pin next week mm-hmm. and then they're going to regroup for a week and then come back. Well, one of the interesting things is how are they going to use this um, this kind of infighting about tactics that Dev Triangle was going mm-hmm. through, right? Which we know, we know that's going to cost them one. Um, At least. <laughs> I think ideally by game seven, game seven, listen to me, I'm fucking shark <laughs> on the TNT. Um, by match hey, seven... Cool, you know, by match seven, I would like it to be a point where, like, Dev Triangle have kind of their one unit again, and that the infighting mm-hmm. has kind of been concluded. Because I would like, you know, I like the idea of telling these stories and then getting to a, a conclusion point where it's like both teams are at their best. You know, the elite are fully back, whatever. And, like, I think there's different ways you can portray that. But um, one of the things that's interesting to me is, like, where did the elite leave this? I think we all assume they're leaving this as the champs, right? Like, I think that's the guess. The thing that's more interesting is how are they going to be presented as champs? Because they still have Don Callis on commentary. Last mm. night, obviously, they were heels. For you know, we understand why they were more, much more baby faces on Saturday. So that part of it is probably the most compelling to me in terms of booking, in terms of the matches. You know, it's just having fun watching these guys do their thing. So that part of it intrigues me. There's going to be a lot of um, BTE law. You know? Oh yes. As everyone knows, I'm a big fan. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Um, I was hooked. I was hooked for a couple of weeks before the all-out tragedy happened. And, um, you know, he went on hiatus. I watched the first episode back. And, uh, yeah, man, the boys at BTE, they're cooking again. Uh, they're saving professional wrestling again. And, um, yeah, Are they on your list of things you're thankful for? BTE. BTE is back. BTE is back. Um... Yeah, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Anyway, nah, Super Chats. JC, £4.49. The pod coming in time for Bellingham and Saka packing up the US tomorrow. We respect you it. Yes. You know, black excellence up in the UK. You know, we have to show them. We have to show them. You know, Bellingham, real brummer. <laughs> we fucking love it, brother. English football um, fan, famous for celebrating. <laughs> that kind of triumph. Good, good call, Mike. Carry on. <laughs> Saka as well, Louis. Oh, it's terrible. He's, he's You're an absolute prick. Carry on. <laughs> if Ronaldo is CM Punk, it's Messi Tanahashi. Um, I mean, obviously, the Piers Morgan uh, interview with Piers, uh, Piers Morgan with Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan interview with Ronaldo is obviously the comparison with CM Punk and the media scrum, I'd assume. <laughs> um, Messi Tanahashi. I don't know. No, it doesn't quite. I understand it, but the thing is with Tanahashi is he's more of like <clears throat> his gifts to me as a wrestler are less um, natural skill and more an understanding of like emotion. Mm-hmm. I think with Messi, you need like someone who's sort of just a 
just him. Freak talent. Yeah, yeah. just gifted. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, like, I mean, I, I'm sure I just put way too much thought into this fun comparison that Mad King sent us money to give, so I'm just going <laughs> to stop talking now. Carry on. We appreciate you, Mad King. Two dollars. Yeah, um, Jamie Ross, um, uh, head writer over at Reservoirs. Hello, hello. It's me, old British chum. Um, hello, mate. Appreciate you. Um, Oh. Jesus, Darren, ten pounds. The elite <laughs> is a disgrace. Omega said in an interview, got to move on and then done all that in a match. Can't say move on and do what they did. I mean, I honestly think that take is like fair, you know. But yeah, it's just yeah. like you know, I still pop. Genuine man. You know, I think there are many conclusions you can draw from what happened and how people act in those situations. And you can make it where you can make you know you can make it whatever you want. You know, it's not you know it's your choice. But I would remind everyone this is in fact professional wrestling, and never expect anyone to be quote unquote the bigger man <laughs> in the world yeah. of fake fighting. And like to me, it's just you have to have fun with it. Darren doesn't have to, him. he can do him to do what he wants, but. <laughs> No, my personal read on it is that you know it's like it's 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 fucking it's wrestling, man. I ex- I expected it and I had fun watching it. So yeah, same really. So my like I said when I when I first pulled it up, it's like I completely like the point to make is definitely yeah. like fair, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, like I still popped in the moment, so it's just like you know, just take like... it with a pinch of salt, I guess. Uh, I'm here for yeah. the vibes. Yeah, man. Here for the Forbes. Here for the Forbes. Um, bam, $5 super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Charlie, Monty, Joe, you are all awesome, but tomorrow we are enemies for 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, US Pure is taking over. Keep all the great work, everyone. Uh, EVP, AO, flame emojis. Um, we appreciate you, man. You know, obviously, tomorrow's war is another day, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll tackle that pretty when we get to it. Um... <laughs> But you're logging off, so you're I'm holding watching the cinema, brother. I'm watching the you're cinema, watching the phone cinema. off. Yeah. Jesus. I don't know why. I don't think anyone else is in there, but it sounds fun, you know. That's like the kind of thing I would enjoy. <laughs> watching a football game that I have no interest in in an empty cinema. HD, <laughs> <laughs> brother. Yeah. The IMAX. Um, so, obviously, Joe, you've probably made it a bit more clear than the rest of us, but you don't think this means him Punk's coming back? Um, obviously, that, there's been quite a bit of discourse about that. Um, it certainly brought up the conversation again, I guess. Um, a lot of people are like, absolutely convinced. Then, like, um, then I think a lot of people kind of ran with like just Sean, just like Sean Ross up, just kind of like live tweeting and just kind of speculating, sort of thing. It's not like you put a report out or anything, but you were just kind of like, it wouldn't surprise me if CM Punk was coming back because it was so heavy-handed. That's just him kind of, like, giving his commentary on the... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob's telling me I'm waffling, bro. Um, <laughs> one night in all, though. I appreciate you, you know. Always Thanks, spoils bro. paragraph. Love, love. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's all fun and going. Oh, God, we're getting more. See, we got the super super chat. We got, we get super chats to tell the other super chats to cry. Um, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie sent in two dollars. Cry, Darren, keep it great work, guys. Um, I've never know. seen that before. <laughs> That's incredible. Super chat yeah. war, bro. In the chat. <laughs> keep beating up and up and up. You know, really appreciate, yeah. really appreciate it. You know, keep them coming. You know? 
Yeah. Uh, no, Dar- Darren's a good guy. Like I said, it was a very fair take. It's not like he was actually like going crazy, you know. Like, oh, no, fuck I, I get it. <laughs> I, I, Monty and I, I think, very much relate to being upset the CM Punk's not around. I completely understand it. Fuck it. No, probably. We, you know, we've had yeah. our runs on that thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, man. Believe it or not, I am also a CM Punk fan. I only shit on him because it pisses off Hangman. Well, that's that is very that's very fair. Yeah, you know? I just I understand why people feel so that way. You know, it's, it's tough. Hangman's like shameless though, bro. Like especially when you're in the group chats and stuff with him, it's just kind of like like, <laughs> like you just said, you're like me and you. Like we we love Punk and we definitely miss him being around and stuff. But like he'll do like. I don't know, man. Like I said, like five, like yesterday, five minutes into Dynamite, he, he messaged me because he was at work. He was like, "Is the CM Punk chance yet?" Like he gets so like, <laughs> oh, he's so nasty. He loves yeah. it. Uh, good old friend Regal, of course, he shows up on the British podcast. Uh, Charlie, Joe, Montel, happy American Thanksgiving, lads. USA versus England tomorrow. Ha! It's called soccer. Let's go USA. I'm one heck of a heel, aren't I? Tell my big muscular lawyer, man. I said, hey. <laughs> someone screenshot this in, at AO. That's um, incredible. Yeah, someone get this screenshot. <laughs> yeah, Pete. I want to see his reaction. <laughs> big muscular up. lawyer, man. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was we, man? Where was we? If yeah. I mean... I guess, like I said, he's kind of brought up the conversation again. It's like a lot of people are like, if he is gone, what's taking so long? Do you know what I mean? Because um, even like, re- even like, reported recently, it was like he's still on the contract, etc. So it's just kind of like, you know, you can say, oh yeah, the no compete and all, that, but bro, it's been months. You know what I mean? It's like, only been what, a couple what? months, bro. Couple it's been, months. it's been a yeah, couple um, months, bro. If he's going, what takes so long? I get you. He's off the video game cover and they are taking all of the shirts they sell in the buildings and like throwing those things out of the door on the website. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe it's great work and if it is, if the cult personality hits, no one will be happier than me. Well, maybe Hangman will. But I'll be second or whatever, you know? Yeah, I but don't really think it is. I just I'm don't just... see this happening, man. I, I, I don't know. I just think there's questions to ask. What is taking so long? The amount like, of, the, you know, the, what that buyout looks like, I would assume. That's fucking paying. But he wants to wrestle somewhere else. That's the conflict, right? I would assume. No, but it's either like, all right, I'll release you and there'll be like your standard fucking no compete of 30, 60, 90 days, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not paying you out or I'm paying you out for your full contract, but you are not wrestling for the next two years or whatever it is. So like the first options on the table for Paul. Because I don't know if Tony would be willing to release him from his contract like, anyway. Well, get him I'm, back I'm in, honest, then. I don't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Get him back you, in, then. It's, it's a choice like, he has to make, though. That, that's my thing. Like, it, it's a, I understand as a promoter, like, it's probably, and I'm sure there's a bunch of like paperwork and lawyer stuff that yeah. I wouldn't know about. Um, but, you know, two months, it's like when WWE are just chopping guys fucking like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, you know, like I said, it's taking so long, and it's just like I just I don't get it. No, uh, Peach has got a reply from AO. Yes, very fair reply. Yeah, understandable. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just think, obviously, I understand there is some complications with it. And I'm not saying I think he's coming back. I'm just kind of, I'm just asking, I'm asking the questions. I'm playing devil's advocate, you know. This is this could be completely wrong, and I hope it is. But I would say all of the stuff that's happened in the last couple of weeks with Cabana, and then you know the the mocking, the taunting, however you want to frame it. I don't even use like using those words; it sounds so serious. But mm-hmm. I think it is very unlikely that CM Punk's response to that is like we're in business, or it's already been that. Yeah, that's what I, I think, think. It's too overt. You know, like, it's too overt. Like it's not like um, yeah. I can't no, imagine I like if say if it. You know, say if it was all heated and stuff and they resolved the differences and they all sat down together. I can't imagine seeing Punk being like, yeah, do that. Like, I can't. I can't either. I can't see. Especially, like, you got to think as well, like, the, <laughs> as funny as the trolling and stuff was, like, there was layers to it. Like, Kenny doing the biting. Ace Steel's, Ace Steel's been fired, bro. That was funny. Yeah, the way that, um, I think it was Tony called it, like, an inc- he was like, we've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> He did something like really incredible cool with it, you know, the video game. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I'm maybe it's a case of I don't want to get my home to hopes up. I just think there's a lot of the opposite happening where people are like trying to convince themselves this is like a program they're going to see. Yeah. And I just, I don't see it right now. And I, again, hopefully I'm wrong. We'll see. I mean, if Tony was a no nonsense, you know what I mean? Huge grapefruit promoter, you know, you'd make it work, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that all of the guys involved would tell you that they're about business and would put things aside to make money, and I don't think any of them would. <laughs> oh, Kenny, <laughs> I think I think Kenny had full intentions of like getting things in a better place. So I'll, I'll take that back. I absolutely do not see that. From my read of the other guys involved, I think you know they're they're all kind of. I think it's thing, yeah, like the elite very much see it as their home. And you know, yeah, which is fair. CM Punk was a uh, home wrecker, you know. <laughs> so, you know, like you saw even Kenny Omega's first um first promo after he's all I know obviously it's kind of um, he's all oh, what's happened to this place and it's all about getting AEW back to you know, yeah. feeling like AEW, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. that means. Um I thought twenty twenty one was a pretty good year, you know. <laughs> but um I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, I definitely don't think it's something that will happen, but it would be nice if they could, you know, solve the differences and draw a bunch yeah. of money together. And because obviously, Matt, like we saw, like kind of a little glimpse of it last night with like the uh, the dueling chants and stuff like that. Like, imagine really? if CM Punk was actually there. Imagine if it was awesome. CM. Yeah. Imagine if it was CMFTR versus the Elite. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like that would be like, insane. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. So. Um, I think even if he'd done, like, I know that, like, for whatever reason, it's not happening anytime soon, pretty clearly. But, like, you know, even the books versus FTR, but right now, mm. it's like, because everyone knows that Punk, like, the people who were doing those chants, who were doing all the inside baseball stuff live at the event yesterday, would be kind of like, it wouldn't be as heated, I guess, but it would be, you know, pretty yeah, similar because, like, FTR are very much, like, you know, Team Punk. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there is still like, quite a lot to get out of that, but you know, um, to transition to the next part, I'll use the super chat. Mad King 199, appreciate yeah. Ishii, most consistent wrestler ever. Obviously, he was on the Dynamite main event last night with Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor world title, and I think he, um, 
I was expecting it to be a good match because, like, it's Ishii like, on a big stage, mm-hmm. and he's going to have an Ishii match, um, <laughs> of course. But um, it even exceeded those expectations. Like, obviously, the big talking point was like Jericho's chest just started pouring blood. Yeah, man, Jer- Jericho went out there and he did like Joe was saying before we went live. He went out there and he did the Ishii match, and obviously, um, you know, Joe, I'll let you get more into that point. You know what I mean? Well, I just, you know, Jericho is such an interesting wrestler in at this point in his career because you can see the effects of, a, of you know, that long career and that grueling career physically in terms of how he moves in there. Mm-hmm. But he's still got it here. And more than anything, yeah, he has such a, honestly, I think unparalleled, like, um, willingness to try things and do other people's thing. And, like, he has, like, a passion for that kind of wrestling um Philosophy and variety, I think, is actually his like, greatest strength at this point, you know? Like, the idea that he would... As a guy who, 20 years ago, was beating The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. he's like, fuck, man, <laughs> sign me up for a G1 match with Tomohiro Ishii. You're like, that's... I think you can yeah, take for cool. granted how insane that is. Like, he's... He's he's mentally is his kind of biggest strength in that. Like, he's so willing. Um, it was an Ishii match, and Ishii is unbelievable to the point he probably is the most consistent wrestler of the last... I would say 10 years is when, like, the kind of wider wrestling world has had an awareness of him, right? Um, yeah, his performance in the G1 are famous, obviously. But while he's the driving force, what makes the match such a spectacle is you're plugging in 2022 Chris Jericho. And he looked like, and this is, I mean, this is a compliment, like, to the match. At times, he looked like he was going to collapse in there. He was in so much pain. Like, he looked in agony. And I don't know if he was selling what, in the ad break, he was throwing shots with, like, 10%. Like, he was... Feeling it, man. Like, look that yeah, way. Bro, like, um, it was awesome. Well, I loved um, It's like, you can call it selling, you know, but, you know, yeah. when, when brother was in pain, like, you know, like, uh, how they immediately started with the slaps, you know, slapping each other in the face. But, um, I can't remember how uh, Ishii gets Jericho down, but then he gives him that kick in the back. And you can just see it on Jericho's face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can tell he's like, ah, oh, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> A long night it was. Um, they they fucking chopped the shit out of each other, man. Like I know Ishii does that a lot, and he's known for his strikes and shit. But it's like even for an Ishii match, it was one of the probably one of the uh, most chops I've seen this year, yeah, yeah. at least. I won't say ever because that would be uh, you know I've seen him have like ten minute chop back, <laughs> ten minute <laughs> chop battles and shit. So um, yeah, man, Jericho plugged himself in and kind of just rolled with it. What did you think, Charlie? I fucking loved it. I thought it was a great match. And, like, this sort of thing isn't normally for me, but I love Ishii. I think he's fucking fantastic. But the whole match was just, like, when Jericho started pouring blood, I, like, my jaw was, like, on the floor because I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is a dynamite main event, and they're putting, like, this level of effort in. It was just great. I loved it. It's yeah. also a match that's enhanced <clears throat> by context because yeah. I think Jericho, you know, and I completely understand why for some there's like an overexposure element. Um, he has been wrestling on TV like an insane amount. If you compare yeah. his first six months of the year to this last like five, however long, since kind of the Eddie thing transitioned to him like wrestling the other guys in the Blackpool Combat Club, um, he has been wrestling an incredible clip. Like if you look at his, like last week he did the tag match, right? He's had a bunch of title defenses on TV, you know, Bandido and uh, 
There was the other one that wasn't so good. We'll leave that on the table for now. There was a couple of others, I'm forgetting. Um, he's just been working at a really high round. I mean, he wrestled Brian the week before he beat Claudio. Like, he's basically wrestling every week, and he wrestled on Saturday, too. The dude is... Workhorse, yeah. He's 50 now, right, Jericho? 53, I think. I mean, it's like that, yeah. unbelievable, and it? it's just... And again, I don't think he's like this sort of timeless athlete. I just think he has such a good understanding of what wrestling is. He can adjust and adapt, and, and he did it here. But Ishii, you know, you have to really appreciate him while you you can because he's still rolling at, like, a really high level. Um, I know Charlie and I were both at the Royal Quest shows. Yes. And I always am, you know, happy to see him wrestle. But the effort he put in with Suji on night two was yeah, like, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like a four-star match. Yeah. <laughs> in Crystal also, Palace. One of his favourite matches of the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, and he has such a cool connection with the audience because it, he's a case of like, if you know, you know. And if you've mm -hmm. ever seen him wrestle, you have a respect and an affinity for him. He's just, he's the man. Like, there was a great moment he walked out last night and there's no fanfare of him, right? Like, he just walks through the ring. And I think Shivani was like, you don't look like a sports entertainer to me. He looks like a wrestler. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's who he is. Like, you knew he weren't going to win. They even announced the talking segment to Jericho. I was like, if he beats Sishi, he'll talk on Friday. Like, we all knew the deal. But yeah. when he hit a fucking code breaker in the 15 minute mark, you went, well, holy shit, mate. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> just maybe. That's the beauty of Tomohiro Ishii. He's this very special wrestler. Yeah, he's special. And obviously, to the point of the uh, super chat, like you're saying, he is genuinely one of the most consistent wrestlers, mm -hmm. like, at least in the past 10 years. Probably could maybe even push it to like 15. You know? Yeah, I, well, I just, I'm not familiar enough with his work before that time. Like, I just saw someone in the chat, Ben just said it. He said, I found an Ishii match from 1998, and it's basically the same, just Ishii can move a bit more, still whacking guys, no selling and yelling. For all we know, he's been this guy for legitimately 25 years. I just, I've only seen it for that kind of, you know, New Japan run for this. It's been just about mm -hmm. a decade now, maybe a bit more. But yeah. How old is he? Let me Google it. 45? I guess. He's obviously getting up there because, you know. He's, he big. feels like his game's the same, though, right? Like he's just. It's 46. Fuck. <laughs> I've seen him talk about Jericho's age. <laughs> he's 46. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> Doing those Japan tours as well, bro. You know, it's yeah, like, um, it's like you want to always remind me of when I watch um, Ishii and uh, even like Suzuki when they come over to the States and stuff. These great matches, um, without really like they don't need to be like some young athletic guy, you know what I mean? To do they, they've got it down who their character is and what they can do and stuff. And obviously, a lot of it is just kind of hitting people really hard. <laughs> And um, it bring, always brings me back to like what Brian said. Like he wants to wrestle for a long time and stuff. Even though like recently he said that like you know um, he's going to be slowing down full time after his AEW contract runs out. <clears throat> but he spoke about like he wants to be able to wrestle for a long time and be able to like have a style like you know like your Suzuki's or your Ishii's. Yeah. And it's just um, it's definitely something to admire because like these guys can keep going literally until like. Who knows, bro? Like, I don't watch Suzuki and think he needs to, <laughs> think he needs yeah. to pack it up. So, and he, he's up there. And it's the same with Ishii, man. Like, even though so after some, especially Ishii, after some of his matches where I'm watching it dropped on his head 10 times, I do think, like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> on the apron, what about the bump he took on the apron in this match? He took the DDT. Bro. That was insane. That was insane. He like, rolled on his own fucking head. Up, yeah, upright on his head, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> This is what I mean about issue. That's probably the only thing. It's like some of the bumps he takes on his neck and shit like that. Yeah, I think man. like Jesus Christ. Do you know what I mean? But um, I like 
I'm just going to sound insane, but I legitimately think he benefits from just how like strangely constructed he is physically. <laughs> he doesn't really yeah, have yeah, a Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he's just sits on his That's got to be some part of it. He's just shaped really, uh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. He looks, uh, he looks sturdy, you know. <laughs> he, he does, man. It's, it's funny, like, he's, he's a short guy, right? Yeah. But, like, you never look at him and don't take him seriously because of his demeanour. <laughs> He's yeah, he's just, got, he like, like you said, he's got like no neck and he's got oh, like, yeah. little shoulders. And, like, yeah, man. He's, he's a badass. Um, a few more super chats. Uh, Dream199. AW was AW feeling before all the uh, Brett <laughs> tributes. Oh, come on. <laughs> Thanks, Dream. Brett was a good wrestler, you know. I've heard <laughs> um, so I'd wrestle 499. Appreciate it. Yeah. If CM Punk doesn't return to AEW, but he still wants to wrestle, is a WWE return in 2023 possible? Because I don't see him going to New Japan or Impact. Of course, that would be the place, isn't it? You know, um, yeah. I don't think it's much of a report to say that like people have heard that Triple H would definitely be like open to the idea. Because, um, yeah. you know, it's. I think even Vince would if he was still around. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just to be honest, like CM Punk is a big star and he's going to make money wherever he is. Um, that's obviously always going to be something to consider. Whether they can agree to something where he actually comes in is obviously a completely different thing. But I think there would definitely be a conversation if it is an option, depending on you no know, compete, buyout, blah, blah, blah. So um, I think obviously, New Japan and Impact will throw those out the window. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, there's very, no way. I think there'd be return is very possible. Like they have a structure mm-hmm. where they've been able to plug part-time guys in so often. Mm-hmm. It would not be a challenge for them to like this find four matches a year for punk, you know? And I, I totally get what reaction that would get. And like, I understand why it's a big thing. Now everyone has ended up going back to that fucking place. Like it's, that is, it would yeah. not surprise me at all. And especially because it's the most triple H move ever because he can be babyface in public, right? And go, look at this, look at this bridge I just yeah. rebuilt. Like mm-hmm. that's that's Absolutely. that's the shit he loves. So I don't know. I I it's, personally think it's very possible. All those things always get kind of like played up more until like they happen as well. It's like yeah, so yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, how can CM Punk go back on his morals and the things he said and go back to the WWE? But like, bro, as soon as he's in that ring with Roman Reigns, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he's face to face with Roman Reigns or fucking John Cena again or something, like, I don't give a shit, bro. Like, like, I don't care what he said in 2011 when he was cross legged at the top of the ramp. I don't care about any of that shit, bro. I don't care what he said at the media scrum while eating cupcakes. I don't care about any of it. So, um, yeah. If there's money to be made, there's money to be made. He's still, you know, obviously the. What are we doing here? Who is this? Oh, oh. this is a pop. British. Hey, Hello, British. we can get an accent. Hello, <laughs> Jesus. How's it going? <laughs> what, this is, like, this is it's, it's bloody late, isn't it? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you think of Dynamite morning. last night, Parker? Dino, I, I loved it. It was so good. I, I loved. Uh, I thought. I thought the, 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 the trios match between the triangle and uh, and the elite was so good. I loved it. It was so entertaining, and all the CM Punk references were so funny. I thought it was so great. It was so great. I loved it. It's not like me right now. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Well, oh, I, 
I, I don't I don't plan on staying long. I'm sorry. I I, I, I would, but I'm on vacation. I'm in. Um, where, Who put you up to this? Where are you vacation to? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm in the south the south of France, and I'm and I'm with my family. Uh, beautiful, beautiful country. I'm in Malta, uh, Malta, uh, and, uh, and yeah. Oh my God. How are you guys? Very mm-hmm. good. This, this systematic great. breakdown of the Brits is incredible. I feel I feel targeted in some way. We all do, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I'm, I'm one of you. This is oh, yeah, we're all <laughs> Brexit, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's get into that. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's always good yeah. to see Barker, you know. All right. Well, always. I, I think I'm going to take off. I, I really wish I could stay, but I did want to hop on and support my He just wanted to hop on and pop himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how it works. You know how it works. We get um, it. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? I should have said. I should have oh, said wait. this. This is that's my that's my. Oh, see, I show me showing up. It's your soup. Thank you so much, Eagle. You you cute little sausage. Uh, thank you for donating. I appreciate it. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys get back to it. Uh, but um. In an American sense, happy Thanksgiving. I'm, happy I'm, Thanksgiving, I, 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 I Legend. Thanksgiving. Legend. But uh, I hope you guys, uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your pod. Enjoy, guys. Appreciate it, My goodness, one of the greats, huh? One of the greats, you know. That's the first time I've actually been on screen with him. He's the he's the man. <laughs> we love, we all love him, you know. It's Everyone does, him. yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the worrying thing, you know. Yeah. You got you got to wonder what he's up to. Everyone likes him a little bit too much. Yeah. Well, I agree, yeah. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be up to something. Yeah, we do go yeah. Parker. Obviously, catch him every Tuesday. Don't go as live. Um, yes. He hosts over there. That's more of our, like, uh, you know, if you're, if you're sick um, of hearing people talk about AEW and WWE all the time, they talk more about, um, you know, your, uh, your Joshi's, your, uh, the draft oh. show that they've done on Tuesday. Yeah. Just gone was great. I've um, had music with him. Whole deal. Tremendous. Tremendous stuff. I love really? it. You know, Monty, you know me with draft content, brother. I'm fucking, I'm ready to go. It was, it was really great. Really good. Isn't drafts the way to pull you in? Like it's actually yeah. going to be a thing that happens when really it's just, it's just a list. You put That's right. Like Jamie was talking about like, list. you talk about Jamie, who's going to draw what and stuff. I think Jamie had like a, like a host sort of like grouping on his roster. And he was talking about it, and I was like, well, fuck, this sounded like a good time. When we're when we getting this territory up and running now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we got a few super chats. Uh, $10, Ibrahim and Young. Um, the real one, $10. Love heart. Hey, hang on. Love back. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Hope you're having a good one. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Mad King199. Ishii Shibata G won one of the greatest matches ever. Factual. Yes. Um, yes. That's one knows what it says, what it's, it does, what it says on the tin, you know? Yeah, it's unbelievable. So, if you haven't seen that and you're wondering what that might look like, yes. yes. <laughs> Crowd reaction to that is Check like, it out. It's with me forever, you know? Beast. Absolutely. Um, here we've got a regular who we immensely appreciate, the custodian, Brian Kilman <laughs> Jr. Um, $4.99. Hey guys, been busy all day. Thanksgiving to me means dishwashing all day. <laughs> Anyways, keep up the good work and remember to hashtag keep it clean. We're always hashtag keeping it clean. Um, 
you know, you're a big part of the community. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we might sure we get you that screen tour. We'll leave you up for a couple minutes. Um, <laughs> Backup Hangman's getting booed, even though he's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favourite bit. It really is a good heel, you know. We should draw yeah. some money with him sometimes, you know. Yeah. I bet Ricky Starks wishes in that tournament for him. <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just for the last little bit of the issue, Jericho thing. Um, yes, obviously Claudio. He, uh, yes, smacked Jericho right in the kisser, and um, looks like that's the final battle match. Yeah. Um, obviously Claudio's great. Obviously, he's you know that's who Jericho beat for the title. Um, do we think Jericho's going to drop the t- title back to Claudio, or do you think? Claudio is just one big loser. Mm. <laughs> don't give my honest answer. <laughs> I don't um, want him to uh, lose. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure. I, That's I the end know. game. I thought the end game was final battle for Jericho's title, right? Um, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Final battle is... Uh... I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling about the top two mm. of Chris and Claudio, FTR and Gun Club. That was getting me get me fired up. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then, let me be clear, I can't cool. wait for that Gun Club match. I can't I, wait for that Gun Club match. I have no doubt it will like probably be good. But, like it being one of the main matches on pay per view is kind of crazy, you know? Because like, I think I think the, the intention is it'll be like a big like moment for them and they have this big match. Mm-hmm. It might not be. I mean, I don't know, but like I think it will be good. But it being like a promoted match on pay per view is kind of insane, right? After we had the Briscoes matches, and I don't know. It's, yeah, I think Final Battle may need a little extra outside of the title matches. Um, I guess Joe and Wardlow. I guess Briscoes versus Yeah, well, probably Joe We ain't getting it, but it's, you know things I'd, throw, things I'd throw out there in the meeting. I'd be like, just get Briscoes in the face of books. Do it. Tell me if I'm just losing my mind here. It's like. Joe Wardlow is just feels like a really weird match for Ring of Honor Final Battle. And I can't wrap my yeah. head around it being like, yeah, if you want to say I was doing Dynamite, you know, mm-hmm. then it what does Joe do at Final yeah. Battle, right? <laughs> it screams Dynamite match. Yeah. Know? For whatever yeah. reason that is, we can't explain it. So if anyone wants to dunk on us for it, I'm sure they'll be able to get away with it. But, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> you know, um, I don't know, man. Um, like I said, it kind of just screams Dynamite match, you know. You know? Wardlow, Wardlow in general on Ring of Honor, it just kind of... Yeah. yeah, I think that's what throws it off. I just can't see him on Ring of Honor at all. He's like the AEW be- guy that a lot of people are like, he should be in WWE, like he'd fit more there than like yeah. you put him in Ring of Honor, which is even <laughs> more like-, like striking, you know. Yeah. And I don't know what the, like, the solution is. Joe as a heel is really difficult because it's like, in a lot of ways, it's the correct thing to do with where their roster's at and, like, him as a promo. Mm. But I think anyone that's been to the shows, like, you know, would, could attest this better than I could. I was only at that one rampage. But, like, I just think people at a point with Joe where they just kind of enjoy him being around. And mm-hmm. I don't think... Uh, I don't think he's at a point physically where he's, like, a great fit to sort of lead matches as the heel either. And I kind of think him being a heel going into this show <laughs> is, like, weird in itself. Yeah. Know? Mm. A funny deal was when when they did Supercard, they closed the show with Joe, yeah. Gresham, and Moriarty. Yeah. And I did a one of my great uh, analytical pieces was 
folks, this is the past, the present, and the future of Ring of Honor. I mean, this is, you know, these are the baby faces that are going to lead this brand. Uh, since then, all three have turned here. One of them has, I believe, left, not really left. The other one is managed by, by Stoke. Um, I love how much sense it made when you yeah. made that. <laughs> like, I was really proud of it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the protectors of Ring of Honor, and they all just turn heel. <laughs> it's like a metaphor, brother. Gre- Gresham's gone, like, even though he's technically on the contract. Um, yeah. In progress it's... on Sunday. Yeah, cool. he's a big star. He's a big oh. international star, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Darren Walker, £5 super chat. Appreciate your words, brother. Um, I think TK made a howler. The Briscoe should have beat FTR at the last ROH pay-per-view and had mm-hmm. final match at final battle. Um, I agree. I hear you. I can't yeah. hear you. I, just, I think that's a case of that was the best thing for where we're going with, like, the mapping these Ring of Honor shows out, that would be much better. I think they they were concerned mm-hmm. about, you know, doing the kind of all the belts stuff with FTR, right? Which is, like, kind of a thing... Think but as is always the case with those things, they're like really hot. they're much more fun in theory than in reality a lot of the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if I never, kind of if I never add the AEW title to that, like it will be like a weird thing. Exactly. Yeah. I think, like, do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, but then if you do add the AEW titles, you have all like the political challenges where it's like, which one do they lose first? Shit. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just think I just want the peak. <laughs> Fair, yeah. That's <laughs> not the peak. Who do we think the it is, you know? Who do we think the Briscoes are risking at final battle? Charlie, have you got any have you got any ideas that can convince us this show is actually gonna be a blast? Have we got anything? Can we come up with something? Any, what do we got? I have no idea. I mean, I've uh, had the theory for a while that uh Daniel Garcia is gonna face Sammy Guevara on the final battle pay-per-view. Hmm. Hmm. I mean that, that ain't do doing it from it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't think know, it doesn't wrong, help. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it's, that's very. I actually thought for a second I'd do Jericho and Sammy at Final Battle, and I was like mm. shivering, you know, terrified. What was, <laughs> what was, what was waiting me? Um, Imagine if he just gets Claudio added to this as well. Hmm? Imagine if he just gets added to the Claudio match as well. Oh yeah. my god! Take the pen, man. The Claudio thing is hard. It's like they had one singles, and I guess they haven't interacted for that long in a vacuum. But the problem is, it's the whole Blackpool Combat Club, like where, yeah, right? like it's been going mm-hmm. on for so long. It's just, oh. Jericho loves his long feuds, bro. He does. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is, man. He loves to tell a story. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> tell multiple stories, <laughs> multiple chapters, and they're bit four at this point. Like they on. are. Like, this bit where. Ian explains he's actually the greatest Ring of Honor champ because he's faced the, he's faced the most former Ring of Honor champs. He's like insane. <laughs> it's insane. Like an insane piece of you know like, uh, analysis. Oh, That's even worse than the yeah. Moriarty bit. It's like incredible. Like when um, when some of the best Ring of Honor champs were on their run, there what there hadn't been four former champs. <laughs> yeah, <literally. laughs> it's literally not literally. Incredible. It's gotta be yeah. Joe. Mm-hmm. Um Back up home, man. Um, beginning to feel that TK should scrap the ROH 2.0 experiment and JAS versus BC looks to be going up to revolution. I fucking hope not. I really hope not. I can't do another fucking... What is that? Two, three months or something? It's like March 5th revolution, so that's like four months. No way. No way. We can't do four months, man. I need, like to see, I need to see. I need to see agendas on the timeline. Yeah. If you do that shit, <laughs> yeah. 
Need them loud. Stop bullying TK more. It worked to get the fucking belt taken off a of Rosa. It does so. feel like that kind of work, you know? When you yeah. rally up the troops on Twitter.com. Well, he's very aware of what's happening. So, yeah, yeah well, of course it works. He's reading it. <laughs> um, I will say, the Ring of Honor, like, and I, I always feel hesitant saying this because I love Ring of Honor. And I think if even when it gets to TV, yeah. it'll probably be something I really enjoy because it'll be like an hour probably and it'll be really understated wrestling that bores mo- mo- most people and I enjoy. That's why my, <laughs> my, my fandom has historically worked. But I do think there's like something to the idea of what is this supposed to actually achieve at this point? Because we yeah. all talk about Rampage, right? Like Rampage is such a, in a, such a weird place. And like I think this week the main event is like 10 and right isn't that like the mm. i think i think ftr are opening it's a and then, trios match. yeah and it's like i do think there's an argument like is this is this project actually a worthwhile endeavor and i say again i think i will enjoy the wrestling that comes from it so for me it is but um as someone that loves ring of honor even i've had to kind of question like what is this actually supposed to like achieve because the reason you know, in the 2010s, when they had NXT as like the, the hardcore fans product, the reason that worked is because Raw and SmackDown weren't for the hardcore fan. AEW is. So having a product like, this is the real wrestling, Ring of Honor, it's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, AEW has all of the real, it has every wrestling imaginable. There's definitely right? branding issues. In Big opinion. time, yeah. Um, because obviously it's like, like exactly what Joe just said, and it's just kind of like, um, I know it's kind of like what the bad faithers say about like how much they are on AEW, but it's just kind of like, you know, <laughs> dramatic. Yeah. Um, I know it's what um, I know it's what all the bad faithers say about AEW. Like, there's too much Ring of Honor. Boys are so much Ring of Honor on it. Blah blah blah. Which is kind of like ridiculous yeah. because like the Ring yeah. of Honor people are people who would just be on AEW TV anyway. Yes, that doesn't yeah. bother Jericho's etc. Um, but at the same time. Like to what you said, it's like where is the different? Like where is yeah. Ring of Honor that different? Um, I think it was like one of the first pay per views that Tony did, where the where the Ring of Honor pay per view did genuinely feel like quite. Um, it felt different. Right. I don't know why. It kind of had like yeah. an ROH feel to it for sure. But um, like I said, I think there's branding issues, and he's kind of pick a lane that is, you know, distinguishable against AEW, right. and also. Is that a lane that wrestling fans even want? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, I think Jericho Claudio is, it's going to sound dramatic, but I think you'll get what I mean. Like, I think it's kind of a dangerous trend to start because this is Ring of Honor's biggest show, right? And they're doing a match that could be booked for next week's Dynamite, and none of us would bat an eyelid at that. They've already done it on Dynamite, in fact, after Ash. And it was a big yeah. match. I'm not saying it's not a, I mean, it's an important match, but it's just like, you do have to be careful with Ring of Honor pay-per-views. That I don't know what the price is in America, but like they are pay-per-views, and they could end up just looking like extra episodes of AWTV. Like Gun Club FTR is that match could be on any of the AWTV programs. It could be on Battle of the Belts, and none of us would be like, "Wow, they wasted Gun Club on Battle of the Belts, right?" Like it's yeah. And hopefully TV helps with that. This is very early stages, so I'm not saying it's like a a damning situation or anything but mm-hmm. it's going to be challenging I think we'll see yeah. Angus is like, it's not even ROH which is very fair I think <laughs> like, other than the name that's like on the flyers and stuff um, is AEW downloadable content for Jericho to have more space to manspread his Jericho verse idea and be a place to toss <laughs> FTR to and abandon oh. I mean that's very blunt way of putting it <laughs> <laughs> man 
See, this way, he gets his hot takes off in the live chat, so, like, mm. you know what I mean? But, like, you know, the uh, the group chat, the live chat can still throw tomatoes at him if they want to. Um, we got a 499 super chat of Parker saying, holiday, not vacation. <laughs> which is... Uh, Appreciate the um, clarification. We, we appreciate, yeah. We appreciate Parker. So, yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a weird thing. And obviously, Tony Dunne's, um, I think it was either in the media scrum or like, at some point in the past couple of weeks, Tony said that, you know, he, he could easily just throw Ring of Honor on YouTube, but he wants better for him and he's holding up for a TV yeah. deal. So you'd assume that, like, he's pretty confident that he's landed or he's going to land that ROH TV deal. But it's like... Yeah. Where is he and what is ROH going to be when you've got it? You know, because I want to know. Because I yeah. was fired up when he saved Ring of Honor from like, you know, the jaws of death. <laughs> and now I'm just kind of like, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's tough, man. It's yeah. tough. I also don't know, like, what, like, for Ring of Honor, it works best if it has like a clear <laughs> roster. That's fair. That is fair, actually. We was a bit lenient yeah. with him then. You know what I mean? If he wants to get any more takes off, he can send us a dollar. Ring of Honor as its own brand would benefit from having its own roster, right? Because otherwise, yeah. it's just guys you can see on AEW. But do we think, like, is Tony at a point with his roster where he's like, yeah, Claudio can just be a Ring of Honor guy? Nah, man. I think it should I don't be, think so. like... I think it genuinely should be, like, AEW's black and gold NXT... In the sense of, like, you know, yeah. you can build up some younger talent there and it is kind of, like, you can even call it fucking a developmental fuck it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> even with all the connotations that comes with, probably not, probably best not to, to be honest, but whatever. You know, like, even if you bring in, like, a, a bandido or someone, like, you can put them there and, like, really make a big star of them. Then you bring mm. them into AEW after he's been, you know what I mean, pushed on AEW Ring of Honor and not, because obviously he's already been Ring, Ring of Honor World Champion. So, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'd like it to kind of be that sort of thing. Like a blend between like developmental and somewhere where someone who is really talented and hasn't really been like properly introduced to the American audience to actually like get in, get a connection with the audience, get over, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've kind of the AEW audience, or at least the hardcore AEW audience. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. At the end of that, I don't know. So this will. Let's go with that for a second, though. So then who who are your top guys on that brand? And are they on AEW TV still? Or are they exclusive? Right? And I'd do kind of what I just said with him. And I'd, like, yeah, I'd really get him over as like a top guy. And I'd, then I'd get him onto AEW, so he's like even more over. Um, <clears throat> you Lee Moriarty's. Um, he he would be someone I'd be actively like spending a lot of time and trying to build up and get to where I can I think he can get to. Um, because like when you, when you think of like the young, good in ring guys in AW, you've got Garcia, you've got Yuta, you've got um, you've got X, you've got Y, you've got Z. Like and it feels like Lee, Lee Moriarty kind of feels like lost in the shuffle within yeah. all that, and he's kind of been thrown into the firm yeah. and turned heel, and it's just kind of like if he had like the space to be the Daniel Garcia of Ring of Honor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and kind of just kind of do stuff like that and do like projects with people that I think can get there, but I haven't quite got the room to do it for. You know, it can be something a bit more focused for guys that aren't your Jericho's, your Moxley's, your MJF's of the world. So uh, yeah. yeah. I just, 
I don't know what the audience is for that show. And I don't mean that as a slight <laughs> on the talent. <laughs> but, like, we all know how great Bandito yes, is. Sir. That's a good one. Takesh is great, but it's like, <clears throat> if they're, like, the centerpieces of that show, I don't know what that is as, like, a commodity. And that's not a knock on them. It's just, like, you know, in terms of, like, name value, what are you selling then? Like, it's a developmental show. It's like NXT, Black and Gold NXT had a lot of star power relative to what we just talked about. Yeah. You know, the height of NXT Black and Gold, there was like guys that have been on TV quite a lot. Not many of them, <laughs> but there was a couple. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Again, I, and this is not saying that what you just pitched isn't good or logical. I just, I'm intrigued by what that looks like as like, like how many people are actually going to watch that? You know? Well, well you, can't, be, you can't do too much worse than Rampage, can you? Oh, I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> I think, think you'd be surprised. Yeah, I do. I think oh, if your show man. is top if you got the right that, people, I, I don't know, man. Uh, we I got a couple more super know. chats before we get back to that. Be careful. Um, <laughs> Darren Walker, five pounds. Appreciate. Yeah, TK should should have got Gabe's post. Oh, Gabe, that's our, that's our god. Um, when he well, had the chance, a proven booker and got contacts for the best indie talent in America. But when he does spaces with half of them. So. Yeah. He schedules it when Dynamite's on and it pops me every time. He's like, we'll do it around 8pm yeah. Eastern on Wednesdays. I'm like, oh, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's uh, in the demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, $5 from Ben Dixon. Um, to differentiate Ring of Honor from AEW, the thing to do would be a studio type show. That's cool. Which is the least Ring of Honor thing possible. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Maybe they should just book it in shitty gyms like they used to. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just... Get the aesthetic back. <laughs> Get the aesthetic back. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'll have fun with it regardless. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll let it play out, right? We have to. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not like it, you know. There's not, there's not, there's not even a product to critique really at the minute. No matter however you chop it up, look, it is just the part of AW's TV. Just a couple yeah. of new bouts and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It just is what it is. Um, if Jericho wasn't Ring of Honor World Champion now, we'd be fucking running around with the TNT Championship or some bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Doing the exact <laughs> same thing. So, um, or the All Atlantic or whatever. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, oh, God. Could you imagine <laughs> the, the beats and the, the trademarks yeah. that would come out of yeah. all, that, all Atlantic Jericho? Oh, <laughs> oh him taking it on the cruise ship would actually be quite fucking comical. Yeah, that'd be good. He would definitely, he'd have a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot of ideas. That's the thing with Jericho. He's always got a lot of ideas for better or worse. Yeah, he certainly <laughs> he certainly throws stuff at the wall. The best one, the GFY was fucking amazing. Like he was like so serious on getting that over. Like he did like three yeah, weeks. He, and he, just left, he just dropped, and I think he said he dropped it because Mox actually just said go fuck yourself on the TV show. <laughs> when someone heckled him, and he, he just said yeah. go fuck yourself, you know. But Chris would like he would like look intently at the camera and be like G F Y, fuck man. How does that make it a TV about him? Be like, but that's you have to let him do his thing because most of the time he does hit a lot, right? So yeah. yeah. What's the latest, latest one? Seltzer man or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Christery yeah. Seltzer. Christery, yeah. Christery. Yeah. I don't know what he's cooking, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone does. I think it's so good. The wheels are spinning, man. Like Jer- like we, we mentioned earlier, Jericho loves a long feud. This has been in the long part of this feud for a mm-hmm. while already. Um, the revolution shout that was in the chat earlier was 
absolute filth. You know, well, there's, there's no way. There's not. What could they even do? <laughs> the there's nothing really like to do. Yeah, like I like the way that because it's gone on so long, people have sort of just left the feud. Like Moxley was yeah. in the middle of the feud, which is like I'm, I've had enough. I'm gonna go wrestle CM Punk instead. You know, Regal. Yeah. Yeah, talk about Regal actually. We spoke, yeah, we we spoke, spoke about. No, no, we spoke about Jericho Ishii. We spoke about obviously the elite, and uh, we spoke about like, Ring of Honor, like in general. Um, let's talk about show. Regal. That's what that's what opened the show. Obviously, in ring promo of Regal, who just uh, turned heel of sorts, I guess. Well, yeah, pretty blatant. Um, he helped MJF win the world title of uh, Full Gear. Yeah, Full Gear. Everyone already knows this. I'm just giving a recap. Um, you know, he slid, he slid MJF the brass knocks. We want to know why. He didn't give us the answer. And, um, you know, we had a pretty tense moment with Marks and Brian got on his knees and pleaded with Marks not to kick the shit out of him. And uh, Marks told him to go, go away and never come back. And Regal walked up the, re- up the ramp. And it was, um, it was definitely, there was some intense moments and there was some good, promo stuff in there, like especially like Regal doing the heel stuff at the start. Um it's like I'm confused. I guess that's the point, yeah. you know, but like <laughs> what? what's going on, Joe? Just some patience. It's one TV money. Before we went on here, he's <laughs> yelling at Charlie and I, what is it? we didn't get an explanation. Where's the explanation? It's true. So mad about it, man. You just give it a week. Yeah, just let it go for a little bit. I actually, honestly, I've, I genuinely thought this thing was like awesome. And I was kind of stunned when I went on Twitter and so it was like kind of up and down. On it. I thought Moxley was unbelievable. Here. This, the bit mm-hmm. when he it was holding the ropes and the people came up chanting his name was like, yeah. to me, it was obviously like, you know, super dramatic. But I think the way they've told the Regal story, I think it had room to be dramatic. Like he's their mm-hmm. mentor and they love him. You know, like, yeah, I, I, look I, at- I really liked it. I don't know. So even look at like the way that Regal done the promo with MJF in the ring, and he's like standing in the middle of the ring like, that. like it's, yeah. you know, it's drama, brother. You know, uh, Brian obviously professed his love for Regal in the middle of the ring. You know, we all yeah. know it. He's like a daddy to him. Um, I wonder what that. I wonder how things. No, are, they, are we going to get like a Brian Marks? No, what what is? Is Regal going to come back with MJF next week? Or, I guess these are the right questions that you'd want your fans asking, you know, <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you're totally gone, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see where this goes, I guess. Um, but it's interesting because it's like, are we going to just get marks and MJF again at some point? No, it's, you know? it's going to be Danielson. Because mm, I don't know Danielson do wants much, to yeah. be a heel, you know? Charlie, where did you stand on this segment? I'm intrigued. Monty and I seem to be, we seem to watch different things. What did you, what did you think of it? <laughs> I, I loved it, but yeah. I'm a big Mox fan, so there was no doubt in my mind that I was going to love this anyways. I think it's actually like breathed a lot of new life into Mox's character, because I don't know if you'd heard Hangman going on his rants about how Mox's character's gotten stale or whatever the fuck he was talking about. But like after this segment, I was just like, yeah, I can kind of see where he was coming from actually, yeah. because of it just feels like there's more to it now. When obviously there is, Regal did the hill turn in that. But mm-hmm. um, I am very interested to see where it goes, and 
whether Regal actually aligns with MJF or if he was just like doing, I, I don't know, like d- yeah. d- just got to tune in next week, which I <clears throat> guess was the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, I think AEW does a lot of things well. I think sometimes they they fail to give the audience like a hook. And I'm not saying this is like you know yeah, this incredible cliffhanger. Like, well, I think we can all we can all kind of figure it out, you know, roughly enough. But there is like interest there, right? And we, we want to know what's going to be with Brian. And I think Brian every day that dude can't work here, he's mad about it. I think he just wants to be mm-hmm. a, a piece of shit in there. That's what he enjoys. Um, so I think that's what you're going to get. I will say, and I I actually was very much you know. Um, ah, so that's where that came from. Well, yeah. You seen that in the chat. I'm not putting yeah. that dickhead on the uh, on the on the screen now. <laughs> not say, you, back up hangman, just the guy you're talking about. To to hangman's point, like I I do think there was something too where Moxley was at, where I think he had kind of his dynamic with Regal, as fun as it was to see them together, there wasn't much you could actually do with it, right? Like yeah. because there's nothing there. Yeah, because like Moxie's supposed to be like a rebel and a wild man who can't be tamed, and it's like Regal was the gentleman. It's, it was a weird TV dynamic. Much I enjoyed it. Um, I think him kind of wrestling with his emotions in terms of what he thinks of Regal, what he knows of Regal, which is that let's remember their friendship is formed in like a hateful feud. You know, yeah. I think it's very compelling. I think Brian as a heel, I I would like to see um, some follow up as soon as possible. You <laughs> are. Because I'm yeah. not, I missed a couple of weeks when I was away. Like I didn't, but from from my vice point, it feels like you had the big segment where he like give Brian shit, and then it's kind of, kind of disappeared to me. I don't because yeah, like, he's no, been on since he fades in and out of the feud, man. Yeah, I found it yeah. really weird. But a lot of them do. It's like um, we've got a super chat. I think is it off Ben? Yeah, it's Ben. Um, King left the feud that he started. True. <laughs> yeah. Max has left the feud. <laughs> Garcia left the feud. Dragon talking about retiring. Feud going well. I will say the Garcia <laughs> thing does bump me out because I yeah. love Garcia and him just being like out there with Hager was like fuck man. Like <laughs> he feels like he's gone from being the most important guy in the story to like way back to where he started. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. When that he won the pure weird. title in his hometown, like that felt like a real moment, like genuinely. Yeah, um, <sighs> I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I Hopefully, the there's a cool match at Final Battle. The thing with Reed, like, obviously, you alluded to like Brian wants to be a heel and stuff. He's also, there was moments in that promo last night where I was just waiting for Brian to just turn. Yeah. yeah. Genuinely. Like, I mean, that was uh, the idea, though. Like, the audience was trying bullshit, right? Like, yeah. The audience has cheered for Brian for the last few months knowing he's an asshole. That's his character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, when he's taught, you, you know he's being honest, but you don't trust his intentions at all because he's an asshole. <laughs> that's who Brian that's yeah, who he is in AEW so. like, he came in as a baby face and within like a month was being a prick like, yeah, I think I think know. he really enjoys it you know uh, yeah. it's like he's done the Omega stuff because obviously I can imagine like, why would you turn that down you know yeah. but you, as soon as you come into a company you're wrestling Omega in front yeah. of 20,000 people sweet <laughs> you oh, know so um, great, wasn't it yeah it was amazing um, <laughs> one of the best one of the best bits of business they've ever done like Comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm being asked why I'm bald. I'm not bald. He's not bald, yeah. I'm not bald. I'm not bald. Yeah. I'll just uh you know, hat hair, messy hair in general. Still fire. I remember we did a team meeting once, Monty and I, which you're always very productive. He showed up with no hat and I was like, Wait, what? 
<laughs> That's what I mean. It can, it probably, I wear hats that often now, but if I just showed up on a podcast without a hat, people would be like, oh my the God. It's just, like, yeah, it's just like, oh, whatever. I'm a hat yeah. guy, man. It's just the way it is. <laughs> um, hitting me with the ricochet bars. Um, <laughs> crazy. We do have bald members on the team, you know. I ain't going to name names, <laughs> but, you know. I ain't going to name names. Well. Uh, right, where was we? Where are we going? Um, Regal to WWE is that a thing? Do you think in the immediate future, as in the next six months? I don't know. I watched that segment, didn't get anything of that variety, and then went on through it and saw that everyone was like, Well, I guess he's on Survivor Series. I was like, What the fuck did I miss? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you know, who was there? Moxie said, Never come back, and I was sitting like. It's wrestling, man. They say a bunch of stuff to each other. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true. It's wrestling, bro. Like, it's not. Yeah. I guess from what we saw off screen, it's like, um, from what we saw on screen, sorry, it's like there's not really anything to put into it, but, you know. Yeah. If that's the word going around that he wants to go back to WWE, it's like, you know. Wouldn't surprise me if he did just want a chilled he, office look, job with yeah, Hunter, you he, know. Yeah, <laughs> Let's be honest. When he's done wanting to travel, I think we all can agree that it's most likely he was going to go back. And that was always kind of like yeah. the obvious. He has such loyalty at Triple H and they're so close. Have been for like 30 years almost. So I believe it's the end game, but like it's come out of nowhere. And also the other thing is everyone keeps talking about a one-year deal. But he came in in March, right? It's like, what? <laughs> like, like yeah, he the... came in at Revolution. Yeah, yeah which was Mar- yeah. first week of March, right? Like. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. It's come out of nowhere. I don't know anything about it, so I can't speak with confidence on it. But I didn't get that from the segment personally. Me neither. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like at the same time, if it happened and he's there in fucking yeah. March, then I wouldn't be like shocked, you know? So. Wouldn't you have like if Regal said to you, "I'm I'm leaving," and you were doing an MJF Moxley feud? Wouldn't you instead have had like? They just find Regal blooded and battered, and MJF took him out, rather than shooting a hot angle where it's like, "What's going on?" No, no, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think that. I don't. I definitely, definitely. No matter what happens with him going to WWE in the future, I don't think that was him being wrote off. Like, absolutely yeah, yeah. not. <laughs> I just can't. I can't fathom the idea they would put him in the finish of their main event and be like, "That's the Swan Song." <laughs> like, you would yeah, not. Man. You know, it'd be strange to me. But we'll see. Maybe we're completely wrong. Yeah. Peculiar. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole Regal thing, I guess there's a lot of uh, interest around it, on screen, off screen, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, that has been the past day or so. Um, right. We'll go with House of Black next. House of Black, the back. They're attacking yes. people. Um, yep. Yeah, man. Obviously, uh, Manakai was having some uh, issues with, you know. Asking for his release and saying he wasn't asking for his release and he was coming back and he was having time off and this and that and that. But he's back now. He's back. Same with Buddy Matthews, except for it wasn't as like dramatic and back and forth and he wasn't uploading like Insta lives and stuff, you know. Um, but like apparently he wanted out of his contract as well and uh, they didn't get it. <laughs> so they just kind of accepted it. Yeah. They're back now kind of kicked the shit out of Brody King because apparently he's had like no issues with wanting to go to WWE or leave <laughs> AEW and he's vanished off TV for the past couple months, even though he was on quite a hot run. Massive shame. But like I said, the back now. Um 
you know, the lights went out. There was red mist. Julia Julia Hart appeared. Looked awesome. She raised her hands. Um, you know, it was law. It was law. Uh, more law, you know. Come on, Charlie. What did you think? Yeah. You loved it. Why did you love it? Oh, it was just so fucking cool, man. Like, <laughs> I I wasn't expecting them to come back in that segment, and I was watching mm-hmm. Dynamite on a delay because I slept through the first hour. So, like, when they popped up, I was just like, oh shit! Like, what the fuck's going on? Um, but I'd said that I thought they were coming back on this Dynamite, but I don't know why it surprised me that they came back in that segment. But yeah. I thought they were going to be involved in the actual like trios, best of seven, and I don't really know why, but I don't know, man. I just I'm excited they to see get what they the... do with them. Yeah. yeah. I um the one detail of it that was really good was like on Saturday, Danhausen was like serious Danhausen, mm-hmm. whatever that means. So when the lights went out, like Manny and I were watching live, and we legitimately thought that like Danhausen was oh, getting I a lights out spot. So it threw you off, right? And then when you saw Julia, yeah. they set up like, like, I am not a big fan of the law, but I think on an objective level, they're like all awesome wrestlers. Especially, yeah. and I don't even mean it's a dunk comment, but like, I love the like meathead energy of Buddy and Brody, you know? Yeah. Like Malachi tries to have like real matches of like selling and shit, like some sort of nerd, but like the other guys just sort of whack fellas. Did you see the way that Buddy was throwing people around last night? He grabbed one of those fucking locals and he threw him off the ramp. Yeah, I like it. I like it when Buddy goes full meathead because there has been there has been points in his AW run, especially under the house black, where like especially as a heel, he's kind of been like you know, he's been doing slowed it down. You know, slowed it down a bit and shit, and it's just kind of like I want to see Buddy go full meathead, taking dumb bumps like he was on two hundred five, and you know, just going hundred percent and doing his fake V triggers and shit. Like he's, he's, (laughs) you know, you know, what really makes me laugh with Buddy Matthews is like when people who aren't into him call him like fake Kenny Omega, like. That's mm. not that's not really that much of a dunk. Like, no. Kenny Omega's legitimately like one of the best wrestlers of his generation. Like, yeah. If someone's doing like, cosplay of him, like you know. Like to me, Buddy's offense is just like a piece of it. I why I enjoy Buddy's way as you mentioned, the way he bumps for people, you know. Oh, not yeah, that Kenny man, does yeah. don't roll, but like, he takes like he takes everything on his head. It's insane. <laughs> um, insane. So yeah, I'm looking I think they tried to establish at the end there. Like the idea that Brody and Buddy are going to be the team, and Malachi yeah. is going to be the thing, which I think was what we all kind of wanted. And they never really did that, right? Like they were never mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Um, they're very talented. Like I think, and I I'd say this is this is purely guesswork. Obviously, I don't know them. I think Malachi's creative instincts can be uh, questionable, questionable, inconsistent. But if you just let them go out there and beat people up, they they're gonna stay as over as they will. I mean, they people yeah. love the house of play. They always have, right? So yeah, they got a big reaction. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what they can do. I just hope they wrestle more than they do like mm-hmm. spooky pre tapes. Personally, some people like that stuff. It's not for me. People read it up, man. Of course, well, man. Like, he's got yes, like a legit yeah. following. You know, a lot of people missed him. Um, yeah, buddy and buddy, obviously, buddy and. Brody is as good as they are, and as much as we love them, like it wasn't kind of like the same right. uh, demand mm-hmm. you were seeing for him. Um, yeah, but like obviously, how's about the Rover man? People like to see him and mm-hmm. really want to see him get going, you know. Like we, we mentioned them finding their ways into the trios total feud. I think that is somewhere where they'll probably end up because, like, I think if they do yeah. go to seven matches with Death Triangle, like there's still a long time to go. So they can beat a few people up on the way there and really yeah. establish themselves as like a threat where you like 
worried about the elite facing them because they're just going to get the shit kicked out of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably belt them up, <laughs> to be honest. But... I think... Yeah, man. Pokemon trainer mentioned it in the chat. I think the All-Atlantic belt might be where they actually go with Malachi. Yeah, yeah. And if you that look at the tag titles, and we'll just quickly talk about this, and Charlie, you can speak to this, because I was looking yesterday, like, I was like, who are the acclaimed going to work next, right? And like, yeah. we got our answer. Um <laughs> Which we don't get into. Like, do you think that's where we may go? Do you think it might be Buddy and Brody? They kind of chase the acclaimed, which feels like a weird pairing, right? But I don't know who else you do at the next pay per view. But I guess you could do I it mean, job. I don't know. They need proper heels to yeah. go against. So this, this is as good an option as any. Like, mm-hmm. who else can they face? Like, the feud yeah. has to be more the House of Black absolutely kicking the shit out of the acclaimed more than the acclaimed oh, doing so. funny bars and just like yeah, dunking yeah. on them because that then would just the, like bury House of Black. The yeah, question yeah. is is that the presentation you want to give the acclaimed right now because they're so hot? That'd be the question, right? Like, do you want to do that to the acclaimed? I think, it can help. I think it can help if you give them if you give them a bone along the way, do you know what I mean? And you yeah. don't like just completely like you know, I know I just said, like, kick the shit out of them. Obviously, I was exaggerating it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, you give them little bits along the way and stuff like that. I think, I think it can work because, obviously, the House of Black is so, like, you know, like, them showing up, like, if they're doing a promo or whatever with fucking Billy yeah. Gunn in the ring and the lights go out and fucking, do you know what I mean? Like, that's a moment. Uh, right. Yeah. So it can do stuff for that. It's just I don't know how long you could drag that feud on for to do, like, an actual feud. Sure. I mean, it's nothing only think of. I don't know. It's tough with the acclaim, like you said, because there's not that many heels, and we was waiting to see who they were going to go a few next, and yeah. we got Jarrett yeah. and Lethal. You know, I have to oh. say, I'm, I'm going to have to concede on this one. I don't want to, but I, I the Jeff Jarrett thing is absolutely for me. I'm not one of the only people in the world who likes it. <laughs> His reaction on TV last night was like, "You have to stop it." Like the, the people like groaned. It was like insane. people were saying for, for, there was like a fuck TNA champ. That TNA started, sucks. Bro. Yeah, was, TNA sucks. Oh. That's fine. It was brutal. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I again, I get this it last week, bro. This is yeah. last week, literally. Uh, so you know, we pop in the group chats and that because Jarrett Jarrett pops us up. We love him and that. But like, yeah, the end of the day, like, his name is associated with like more wrestle crap than anyone in the past 20 yeah. years. He's like <laughs> approaching yeah. 50, 60, however old he is. And it's like, yeah. it's not like you're bringing in. Goldberg, do you know what I mean? No, like a fucking not... huge look. Like it's Jeff Jarrett, bro. Like, and, and I get Tony. They... Yeah, good. Uh, I get to- Tony's like in the media scrum or whatever. He's like, oh, Jarrett's got all this experience in all these different companies, and he can help us, bro. Like, yeah, bro, you don't need to be challenging yeah. for the world tag team title. Like, I, and the, but the thing is, I can't dunk on it because I absolutely would do it myself. But like, when it, the way they set up the segments, <laughs> he like walks into shot. So it's supposed to be like a big thing. And the crowd was like, oh, fuck, it's Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, it's just... man, it's... Last week's one was hilarious. Yeah. Because like Sanjay was like cutting a promo. And he, walk, he walks into the frame like, I got this. Oh, <laughs> I got this one. <laughs> and he cuts a promo. And his promos are like so like old school. Like, yeah. they're so <laughs> like, they all, have, you know what I mean? Like, they all have like a, uh, like, in a good way, like they all like, have like a direction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. if I have a purpose, you know what he wants to get over and get across, and he does it. But, like, even that part of it, even though I just said it's good, it's just, like, it's so, like, you know, it's Mr. TNA, man. It's fucking... It's tough, man. <laughs> it's like, tough, it's bro. It is tough. On your main show, like, it's tough, man. For your world, world tag team titles, it's tough. As much as all is, path, like... Yeah, and it's like, he's paired with Lethal, who's, like, 
as a heel. So fucking is, boring. Yeah, like the, the audience has no interest in being on the show. I don't with. care, man. Yeah. So he he already because the thing is I don't look we don't need to Jay Lethal but I I don't need him on the show regardless but as a babyface the live crowds liked him right like we we all kind of mm-hmm. was like fuck oh, they said okay. as a heel he's like he's he's oh, it's die terrible it's yeah. oh man like I don't like him on the best of days yeah but at the mm. moment I just can't fucking stand seeing him on TV mm-hmm. he's on the show so much too. Yeah, so that's why? the thing, I think. Right, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I think this so. is why we need Ring of Honor, bro. To yes. throw Lethal, I'd throw Lethal in there, brother. Yeah. I'd throw him in there. I'm not even in, like, I know, like, Charlie was just messing around. It's like, shove him in there. Like, it wouldn't even be like, like yeah. I'll just use him in Ring of Honor as, yeah. like, probably like, be a player. But he's a he's... player now on Dynamite, so fuck. Like, Tony really likes to have, like, an army of heels that he can beat on any given week, you know? If you look at how he books for it, he yeah, always yeah, has like agree. that's why when the embassy came in and everyone was like, Oh, Ring of Honor again. So he would use those guys regardless because he just likes having heels that can get beat up by his baby faces. Yeah. And sometimes he goes to that well because he trusts Lethal, I guess, as a worker. And it's like when he comes to screen, everyone, not everyone, but like I know certainly us three can can attest that we all just mm. like oh, again, give us a week off. They lost on Saturday, you know, and it's just it's it's like, what difficult. ground do they have to be making this challenge right, right now? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, that would be... We could get so much content out of that. Like, you don't even know the <laughs> like, live watch-alongs, review. We would, yeah. I like Jeff. I want to be clear. I I was pitching a fucking Eddie Kingston feud for him on this week. I mean, I, I'm, a, I, I'm into this. Oh, well, Eddie Kingston's yeah. on dark, so fucking, yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, man. No. It's, it's tough, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Rob's asking for the stream yard. We can never keep him away. We get this every week. Oh. <sighs> never vol- he never volunteers before the podcast. He waits He waits until we get onto the nope. subject that he wants to talk about. And he'll be like, send me the stream yard. Then he, he, send, he, sends it me, he sends it me as a super chat like that as well, so I kind of like can't ignore it. You know, <laughs> you definitely could. It's, it's liar, you know, it's liar. Um, I mean, we, are, we ain't going to be, we ain't gonna yeah, be okay. here too much longer, so... Um, it's not gonna hurt getting robbing for ten minutes or so ago. Um I guess, you know, fuck. You know, he, he's just gonna come over and put over on Purist tomorrow, I bet you. Like a real promoter, you know. Um <laughs> Joe Phil did a while so rob this down. Right. Um well elsewhere on Dynamite, uh, there was a new number one contender crowned. Uh, absolute Ricky Starks. I don't know if we were going to talk about it or not. Yeah. What I'm feeling there. Charlie, have you got anything on Ricky Starks and all got Ethan Page? I mean, the right person won. That's yeah. about the only thing I can say about this match. Yeah, it wasn't the most exciting, right? I think it's fair to say. Um, what a weird tournament this was. Like, Bro. always felt I like just, a prelim thing. Oh, yeah, it was weird. I just wanted Bandido versus Brian Cage. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that was the other mm. problem too. Was when they set the break up, you knew that um, you knew where they were going, right? Because it was the only guys that had any like promo yeah. time at all. <laughs> yeah, it's the way the, the shot, the angles and stuff, and the promos with the mission statements, and they were like, "Here's yeah. the bracket." <laughs> it was like, "Well, fucking hell, Tony." Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, yeah, it was obviously a tournament uh, for my design. Uh, to yeah. be honest, I don't feel like. Ethan Page is much more over as a heel, and I don't think Starks is much more over as a babyface as a result of it. Yeah. You know, it's a 
Uh, I don't know, man. Um, my AEW tournament opinions never uh, get over pretty well with the AEW fan base, but I just don't think they're very good at all. You know? There's no, there's there's no what... like, feel to them, man. Like, they just yeah. feel like dynamite matches and shit. So, you know? Um, it's like if someone has a good run in a tournament, it don't mean shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, like... In a G1 or a New Japan Cup or something, tournaments that are like really given weight and pump and circumstance yeah. and all this sort of stuff, and the film with the actual like killers, do you know what I mean? And the big yeah. stars. So, like, if someone gets far in one of them, like, it's a big deal, do you know what I mean? If a young lion has like, if a young lion wins one or two matches in, like, you know, it's like it's a big deal. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I just wish they would look more at that style of tournament, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. Not really, like if you like, I get you want excuses to do matches, but it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, come up with a better excuse. Yeah. Here so we go. Few uh, of those guys had any, like, I, I know this doesn't really matter, but so few of them had an actual like reason to be in it, too. Within the logic of the show, why were these people in this bracket? Is never saying they even AEW's last all star tournament was like. The one with like Miro, Brian, Moxley. The one that Moxley pulled yeah. out of, I believe. Yeah, um, that was when Brian wrestled Eddie in the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Semi-final. That was the last one where I was like, but even that, like, it was great matches and it had the stars in it, so it ticks those two much yeah. boxes for me. But like, like I said, it didn't look. But the tournament feel, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the, the pomp and circumstance, the opening ceremony, that sort of bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, we've got Rob. Rob is in the place. Hello Rob, what's there. good? Hello there. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> I'm not showing myself good, right mate. now. How are you? I'm not showing myself right now because I am uh I'm I'm cooked. I'm cooked. So how are you guys today? You good. Was it a coincidence that you, you came in when we were being mean about Jeff Jarrett, or was that just was that intentional? We're not, we're not doing that with Jeff Jarrett today. We're not doing <laughs> That's that. <like> a... <laughs> Put me in coach. <laughs> <laughs> so uh how'd your thanksgiving been going bro what you been doing? my thanksgiving was good my thanksgiving was good um i ate a lot um i i damn near fell asleep earlier but then i forgot Joe was going on live and i forgot to ask you for the stream link so but i pulled up because i heard i heard niggas talking shit about jeff jarrett and i had to i had to come in i had to come and cancel that i had to come and take that down um that's the greatest that. he's the greatest of all time best in the last 20 years uh I don't care what Mike Graham said. He's drawn more dimes than anybody ever has in this business. And that's a fucking fact. All 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 those people was not showing up that to that. What, what arena was they in? The Now Arena, right? What arena was that? I don't yeah, know what I mean, arena it was. Um, yeah. thank you. They weren't showing up to the Now Arena of double J double. What is what is it? What is it? J A double R E double T wasn't showing up. That's a fucking fact. <laughs> Niggas wasn't showing up if Jared was not there. So, oh no. <sighs> So I'll respect anyway. it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. uh um who faced him last night? I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Oh yeah. Damn. No, Ethan Page carried Ricky last night 100 percent Um oh, come on, bro. Ricky Starks doesn't deserve anything. He's a grown he's a grown man. Um we're not gonna talk about his antics. Just it just happens to be a light tweet. That, that you know a tweet that he i i am i 100 am i don't know where i'm at right now doesn't matter um you know 32 year old man liking tweets about another 38 year old man being proud of him i don't know but anyways that's not the point 
Uh, Ethan Page got carried last night. Um, I'm not excited to see Ricky Starks versus MJF. I know MJF is going to carry him like the god he is. And, uh, you know, Ricky Starks should just not be employed. That's all it is. Well, hold on. I think he's pretty good, actually. (laughs) You, 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 you like Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage five months in a row? You like that? Well... See, now you, you like you like Ricky Starks versus Aaron Solo. Now you just Solo? being yeah. You you like Ricky Starks versus Aaron Solo? You like that match? I loved it. Oh no, I didn't really like it. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't a big fan. I don't remember what fucking spot from that match, but all I know is I didn't like it. I wasn't fucking with it. Yeah, Ricky Starks, he was okay. You know, he's all right. He's a good. He's yeah. a he's a decent promo. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he sells for like, the people. He got like one move. Yeah. yeah I, the tournament wasn't a like big, you know, breakout moment for him. The MJF match we'll see, but yeah, the tournament wasn't. So, back to Jerome. Where is Winter is coming? Does anybody know? Uh, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Texas. Uh, I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. So, Garland, Texas, or something like that. Oh, yes. yeah, because Manny was going to go and then he decided oh. he's not going yeah. now. And yeah. Have you heard about what I did to Manny last night? What? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. We have to find a clip for this. This was incredible. Manny, we were watching Dynamite together, and of course he did. He he started celebrating when Thunder Rosa vacated the uh, the woman's title. Oh yeah, we haven't even talked about that yet. We haven't. And he's celebrating, and he's you know trying a victory lap. And I said, I swear, Manny, you were there when she won the belt, and you said that match was good. You know the cage match with Britt Baker. He said, I thought it sucked. It was boring. I told my cousin it sucked in the building. So he's talking, and I'm like. He's absolutely lying right now. I typed in at Manny the Hooper, Britt Rose off, top tweet. Well, you guys didn't like this match. I thought it was fucking awesome. <laughs> really telling me. <laughs> he had no, he had he just he couldn't like fight back. He just conceded and popped it. It was, it was tremendous. <laughs> just complete, just invented a review of the match that he didn't have. It's fucking Manny do, he just lies. Uh, a legend. <laughs> Yo, uh, Dio Loki, 499 Super Chat. AW needs to copy the pageantry of stardom and New Japan. Oh, yeah, that's literally uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. I like. spoke about that last week, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. kind of things that, like, could help give you more of an identity opposite WWE. Now that WWE yes. tries to have, like, 20-minute matches on TV every week um, <laughs> with Baron Corbin, you know, you can, like, you find different things to make yourself stand apart. Presentation saying they can really focus on. Right now, they're very sort of cookie cutter in that regard. You know, it's very, very worthy, very generic. Give yourself your own production style and, and try and find an identity in that sense. And I think borrowing from Japan is very logical, right? Because everyone has nothing but It's not cheating. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's and you know WWE won't do that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's, that's definitely saying too that I agree. Yeah. Um... Well, well, there is something else that I wanted to get to. I'm trying to think of it. Now. Jake uh, Hager. Um, Monty, do you want to review that? Someone briefly brought it up, man. Um, Monty, Jake Hager. Jake Hager. Oh, bro, I thought the match sucked. Um, what did you give it in the old WrestlePure star rating? I'm not, we're not rating that this week, bro. Come on. What do you mean you're not rating? It was a title match. Yeah, I used to think like that, bro, until like, until you look at right, the list right, and you're like, right. shit. Like, what did you give it then? In, seriously? In your own little well, okay, if I had to, if I had to rate that, I'd yeah. give you like two, 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 two and a quarter. Wow. I'm not gonna lie, the hat stuff pops me. I think it's me fucking too. comical. 
Yeah. Him selling for the hat, like falling off his head, is very funny to me. I'm and, not like, The commentary it. calls, it's just like maybe the hat is magic. Like he yeah. lost the hat and he fucked up. It's like, man. There was one point where like Orange had it and two point I like run at him. Like he was like a fucking kid, like his like, home alone or something, you know? What happened? I thought it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm sorry. Hey, go, uh, Cassidy. Um, you talking about Jake Hager and his hat carrying orange cat? No, I can't even make that joke. That's Don't. Not We're not getting this one. <laughs> OC is incredible. I've got to listen to Manny try and slander him. I'm not having you do it to him. <laughs> yeah. No, I like OC. I like OC. I can't even count. Manny gets like. Animated yeah. when it comes out, <laughs> he starts like yelling and stuff, you know. His tweet, not a real wrestler, and yeah, his fraud. And these yeah, he, uh, like, when, what the fuck are we doing when, when OC beat uh, when OC beat Shibata? Yo, that shit was his so funny. So he said, I right, yo, fuck this, shit, yo, I'm done. Like, AEW's dead, yeah, that, that's when he went, that's when he done the whole fed. Give me, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. was like, "Y'all ready for Guthrie or Ray this Friday?" He probably didn't watch real that. wrestling. <laughs> when when it came out that um, Osprey almost wrestled Andrade at Forbidden Door, and Manny went to WWE 2K to recreate it, and was like, "The match we should have got." I was like, "Man, this is heavy for him." <laughs> and oh, it was like, "That no, would have been well, peace, though." Yeah, and then Orange match was, was great, man. It was awesome. And then it was yeah, like, that, well, that was, but, was incredible." I mean, for my flavor, it was definitely very good. I wasn't as high as everyone else, but it's definitely very, very good, very good. But when you put that Andrade match in front of me, that's pornographic. He was going to get Osprey and Andrade, and then he got Osprey and OC, and he was like, you know what? I don't think AEW is for me anymore. <laughs> he tweets that like once a week. It's not incredible. That, that's, the, that's the beauty of it, you know? Yeah. He's so like, it means nothing when he says anything. <laughs> you know? And people still bite on the tweets. He did a great so nasty. On so on worldwide, he was like, he's he's talking about Ortiz and he's putting him over, and he goes, you know, he's shown us that in recent months that, that Santana just hasn't, and we all looked at him like, granted, he tore his knee. You've never even seen a picture of the dude, and man, he's kicking the shit. Out of him. <laughs> it's so nice. Uh, we got a five pound super chat, Darren Walker. Appreciate you always. Um, What's your guys' view on Jamie Hayter in the next feud? Will it be Brit straight away or someone else? And Rosa relinquished the title, the right decision. Um, yeah, I think I think Rosa relinquishing is the right decision. We were talking about it the past couple of weeks, really. Where um, ever since she done that interview where she was saying she hopes it's January, but she can't be sure. It's like, come on, like why has she still got the belt yeah. then? Like, and I like Rosa, and know she's had the shit kicked out of her recently. Um, all like politics or whatnot, whatever. Um, but even still, I would have took the belt off her because you know you've got like it's been it's been too long, man. Like, and I get like I get the point of view that people have brought up. Like, while Punk was uh, Punk was out of action for like two months and he kept the belt. Like, I get it, but like you knew when he was coming back. Do you know what I mean? Like, you knew exactly when he was told Norm was going to come back, and you knew it was going to be tight. But you knew there was a good chance he was going to make that pay per view, and he did. So um, it's just different. Like when you don't know the timelines and stuff, and even when it's far away, it's just kind of like come on. Um, that's a Jamie's next feud. Mm-hmm. I'd assume that she feuds someone else first and then yeah. Britt Baker kind of shows a uh, bit of a ratty side. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then it falls, it spills over into Britt and Jamie. Eventually Do we assume feuding. that's Revolution? Because Revolution's March, so you've got a lot yeah. of time, you know? I think yeah. Yeah. 
All I know is whatever they do is going to be gas as long as Thunder Rosa not in it. And I'm fine. As long as Thunder Rose is not here, I'm good. Team DMD all the way, baby. Team DMD. We up. The way way Baker is a baby face herself with the unlock and Rose's absence is like one of the greatest like pieces of art. Rosa, go pick up your bathroom stall. It's unfortunate. Go pick up that bathroom stall you was hiding. It's unfortunate. Bro. No, no. So look at all this. So look, even the live chat just kicking the shit out of Thunder Rose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mad, Mad King, one not nine. Appreciate yeah. OC versus Jarrett feud would be money. I don't know about a feud, but a one-off match would definitely pop me. Um, yeah, that'd be so fun. A feud with Jarrett in twenty twenty-two with anyone on national TV is a bit, you know. I would Jared love it. Probably, win. I can't lie. You know, it's just a bit, you know. <laughs> Jared goes over the stroke. <laughs> I need Jared to win that. I need him to get five uh, all Atlantic title reigns like he had with the NWA World Belt. I need that. It was great. Like him not getting pinned at the pay per view was so awesome. Like of course I didn't even think about it. But when, when Jay was getting, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. That tracks. Well, I know it's kind of. I guess, I guess it's kind of bad, but like it's it, it's not for us for people that will just laugh at it. But like him showing up apparently in like the last days and being like, I'm not putting over effort. He's fucking hilarious. That's objectively funny. I don't know what you mean by that's yeah. not good or not. That is objectively funny. No, obviously, you know, you don't want to you don't want to celebrate people. He hit his Bro. finish and like stared at the crowd for like 15 seconds and then covered him and pinned him. Was he had the guitar around his head and shit, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Unless we talk about show probably the better. But um <laughs> Yeah, fun Thunder Rosa relinquishing the belt. I guess it's a shame so it had to end time. this way, you know. Um, Tony Storm's reign has been classed as like a real one, not an interim one, um, which is something that a few people were calling for. And it's only fair because obviously her reign, it's not like Rosa came back during her reign, so yeah. she's like had a reign, you know. Um, but yeah, man, Jamie, how, I don't. I wonder who the first feud will actually be to transition into the Baker. Think, oh, that would yeah, be she did that would be good. I'd be all over that. On TV? Sheeta and Jamie? I, like... I know she watched Reho. Yeah, I, know about yeah. I don't remember a singles match. No, I don't. Maybe like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. But that match is, seems perfect, honestly, for what you're looking for, right? I don't know who else it would be. The paper for your match with her and Tony was just. It was great then, you know. Yeah. Um, you reckon they'll run that back before they move I on would, to someone else? Yeah, I definitely yeah. would. I'd, was... I'd run the back at Winter is Coming. Like, I, you know, I told him about this a little bit because I need to review for that. You can check that out mm-hmm. at folks. A loosely associated website with this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I get why people don't like overbooked interference, but I just think it works so well in that match. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watch the crowd... They was every time Tony kicked out, they assumed it was not she was not going to win the belt, Jamie, that night. Yeah. Like, oh, that was it, you know. And again mm-hmm. and again, and then they got him. It was yeah. I thought it was awesome. I would definitely run it back. Um, 100%. Yeah. It's a, it's an exciting time for the, like. Look, there's a ways to go. Obviously, we don't need like a victory that bad, but that was a big thing for the division. That match getting over that yeah. way live, like, absolutely that was rocking. And just Jamie being able to organically get over was big for the yeah. division. Then just like like you said, the match itself was great, but then making the decision to pull the trigger at the right time with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, know, you can you can even argue that even this was a little bit delayed because look at like 
out of the four women in the Fatal Four Way, Forbidden Door, Jamie was the one that the crowd was behind and wanted to win the title. Do you know what I mean? We, um, so we don't know when the UK show is, right? Like we, we have like a run. summer. Yeah. Summer. Just, like, they're definitely okay. going to shoot for Jamie and yeah. Soraya on that, aren't they? That's like their plan. I would assume. That would be my I guess. Hope, I hope so. Yeah. I think it will probably be like July time. Is my guess. Yeah. Have we spoke about Soraya, Joe? What did you think? What do you mean, like? What do you think? What did you think of her first, her first album? <laughs> Wait, like just generally? I'll be totally honest. I watched the show on delay, so I didn't have like the live, you know, feed to go along. I actually thought the match was completely serviceable and fine. I didn't think it was bad yeah, at all. Um, I thought it was too long for what they were trying to do, which was surround yeah. mostly selling. And I don't think Brit. I hope Brit did an admirable job. I don't think she's on and needs to lead like a ten-minute heat segment. Yeah. Uh, wasn't quite that long. But you get what I mean? But I wish mm. I mean, she she took some she took some bump like some big bumps and she's look she was never ever like a super worker. So I had a very yeah. I did not expect it to be a thriller or anything like. That. I thought it was fine for it was and overall a triumph because she you know she got back in there which I'm sure was pretty fucking hard after five years and people forget even before she came back last time she was off for like a couple of years before that right because she mm-hmm. was going for a bunch of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I would they did okay. But, you know, it wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't great or anything. Well, we literally like, pretty much had the exact same uh, take on the whole, like, the whole situation. Yeah, we did talk that's, that's why uh, <laughs> that's why we pay him the big books. You know what I mean? We do. Y'all wasn't, y'all wasn't, uh, y'all wasn't fucking with... Um... Damn, I don't remember a single spot from that match. I can't care. <laughs> Rob, you're <Yeah>. so <laughs> Damn. Incredible performance. Not even the curb stumps, nothing. You know? Yo, there was a <laughs> like curb stump? Yeah. Earlier on, when we were talking about Jeff Chat, Rob finished his round and went, Who did he wrestle last night anyway? <laughs> oh, yeah, Jake. Yeah, bro. We're pros around here, man. We're pros. Yeah, pros. Uh, but yeah, man. Jamie, uh, she brought it home. Just yeah. like the England football team is going to. Oh, bro. I, I can't be asked for us to fucking get beat tomorrow. Like, I just can't. Oh, it's going to be so nasty. You know what it is? Because like, if we win, I'm not even going like, to have the victory laps because, you know, what's the point? Y'all talking about, you're talking about uh, just because because England, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Well, if we lose, I, I know the whole, so... gr- the whole group chat's just going to kick the shit out yes. of me. I'm going like, to get so nasty. It won't be Jack. It won't be Jamie. It won't be any of the other. It's going to be nasty. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to get so nasty. I'm going to get so patriotic. It's going to be It's going to get crazy. I'm going I'm I'm to get, get, get the, I'm get the Herschel Walker profile picture. I'm going to get his best quote. It's going to get get crazy tomorrow if we win. Rob, I'm blocking your number. We're not doing this. This is crazy. (laughs) I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like WWE fans in the 2000s. USA, USA. I don't know what the fuck going on. It was WWE crowd to Walden. Wild time. Yeah, I remember. I remember. It was uh it was Chris Benoit and Edge versus Lovers of Stuns, and they were chanting USA, and every single one of them was from Canada. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. A, di- a different a different time, a different time, but then need that uh, need that to come back, unfortunately. We got young young Jeremy, our head writer. He's uh he's supporting Uruguay in this World Cup. It's pretty shameless, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Shameless him, is the word you chose there. It is. <laughs> oh, it's your call, bro. I don't know. 
You know, he's a Liverpool fan. I've got Darwin there, so he's supporting. He's supporting Uruguay. That's that's the story behind it. I think it's shameless. Yeah, so I agree. Now I've changed my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty shameless. Jamie, what are you doing? Um, come on, Jaina. You know, Fucking better than this. Isn't that a thing though? Like Liverpool, Liverpool fans don't fuck with the England national team. That's like a thing, right? It's like an established. I'm pretty sure that's a real thing. Jamie I don't know. To be know. honest, I don't. Jamie sure. or not? Jamie, that's not. I'm confident. I don't pay attention to them. You're, you're a smart person, yeah. Yeah. I'm a smart True. person here. My fault. I was <laughs> off mute. I was off mute. <laughs> you see it? You see how he tries to play he tries to blend the mute? Like he knew he wasn't on mute, bro. Like I, I do damn make, well. Make, make, makes, it sound, makes it sound so much worse. Like, like, not it was an accident. Wow. Yeah, that's oh, the fuck thing. Yourself. <laughs> yo, it gets so over on Fridays. Yo, everybody's in like Showtime Spurs. Showtime Spurs scouts not English. Um, that's alluding to Liverpool <laughs> stuff. Uh, Dong. Yeah. Nah, were we talking yeah. about like British rappers in the group chat the other day? And I think it was, I think it was Hangman called uh, the Jamaican like accent like Patwa. He called it. He called it British or English. Or Bro, like Hangman, <laughs> Hangman tries. Hangman tries to send messages. You know, like when he, you know, Joe, Joe you'll know this. I, I assume from like a Crosby or a shoot or something. And they'll try and they'll try to talk something in uh you know they'll try to talk like an English person. They'll be like, ah, oh, in it, bro. Uh, it's a mad thing, uh, you know what I mean? And Hangman will do that, bro. He'll be like, Oh, what the bomber clock? This is a mad thing, like, bro. Yeah, bomber clock. He started putting oh, bro, he started bomber clock all in the English. middle of it. And me and Marty are just looking at each other like, Hangman, that's not that's not British slang, bro. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, oh, fucking God. yeah, man. Um, let's get out of here, though, man. Um, yeah, is there anything literally everything we Wanted to talk about the covered of him. Job even snuck in Hager and Cassidy, which I thought was yeah. pretty spiteful, to be honest. Um, good TV, you know. Y'all heard the yeah. Foxy and Punk chance in Chicago? We did. Yes, we did yeah. talk about this. Yeah. You were late. We did. Yeah. Was they know. They know. <laughs> this, this, this was my. Oh, no, I can't say that because I'm from Louisiana. Never mind. But I say those was my niggas from O Block, but I can't say that. Never mind. We not. Yeah. We not. Uh... But yo, um, <laughs> we got anything we want to plug before we get out of here? Um, yes. Yeah. Go on, Joe. You. Um, we'll go around. This is just the first pod for me because Monty double booked me. As I said, it. I heard it pays well. We'll find out later. Um, in an hour and ten minutes, I am on with the late night green guys. LateNightGreen.com. Yeah. You can. Uh, Hang out with us and we'll talk about the exact same things you talked about here. So if you really enjoyed this, you know, you're in for a treat over there. We're just talking the same exact things. Maybe there'll be more Jake Hager talk. Maybe there'll be more <laughs> Jeff Jarrett talk. Only one way to find out, latenightgreen.com, folks. There you go. Charlie, you know, anything you want to plug? No, just follow me on Twitter. I talk mm-hmm. about wrestling a lot there as well. Yeah, just follow the at on the screen for Charlie. Yes. Um, Rob, you want to plug on Purist tomorrow? Best wrestling podcast on the website comes <laughs> on tomorrow. Best wrestling podcast out there. Y'all not getting nothing better. What are y'all getting? Y'all getting uh, what's that one show mm. called? Uh, what's that Tuesday show? Uh, with, with something? It don't matter. Y'all not getting. Y'all not getting what we got on Fridays. On Fridays, on Purist every week, six p.m. ET on God. We out here. Yeah, man. On Purist tomorrow. Uh... 
from sound okay. it's crazy um yeah man on pure is tomorrow Check out impact um, wrestling night by the way jesus Christ. Bro, bro, shut up. relax relax you know slow down we have a you know? image. Oh, oh. We, we have a we have limits you know um anyway like the video people Please yes. subscribe we if you haven't subscribed already. Um, we haven't plugged logs at all. So if you no. are still watching, there's 70 people please in here. If you're logged into your YouTube account, please give us a like. When we finish uploading this and the stream ends, please leave us a comment. Like I said, if you're not subscribed already, please do that. Um, hey. And uh, yeah, this has been the Dynamite review slash just talking. Uh, the British Invasion on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um Oh, we got one last super chat. Darren Walker, two pounds. When's the diva pop back with Anna? Uh, possibly this, no, next week. Charlie, you know I more than I think we're doing a show this week. I don't know when Israel's back from holiday, so it all depends on that, I think. Probably next probably week, Probably next weekend. We got, we yeah. got you. All right, Regal. Robbie Impact, happy turkey day. <laughs> was a bug. Hey, hey, I need 100 likes. 100 likes by the afternoon tomorrow. No Unpurest Pod episode. I'm lying. We still going to be here. <laughs> yeah, don't you didn't even breathe between those. <laughs> <laughs> you just dropped no, no resistance at all. Um, yeah, yeah like man, please, please do like and subscribe. It means <laughs> a lot. Um, we're trying to get to 2100 subscribers. I think we're like five or seven away or something like that. So, should I get that up? Remember, yeah. hit the like button, uh, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, this has been the Wrestle Purist podcast <laughs> number 55. On Purist tomorrow. Um, peace. <laughs>